Episode 68, A Little Bit of Paradise. This is the One Extraordinary Marriage Podcast, home of the Seven Days of Sex Challenge, featuring your hosts, the authors of the groundbreaking new book, Stripped Down, Tony and Elisa DiLorenzo. Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of intimacy. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo. And Tony DiLorenzo. And we're back. We, uh, we're back at it. You know, we took the last week and we're in Puerto Rico. And I have to tell you, the weather was a lot nicer than the weather we're having here in San Diego. I know you always start with the weather and people are like, great, you're talking about the weather. But seriously, it was beautiful. It was just nice to be doing nothing. Every day we were, well, you know, it's like it was warm, but not too hot. Mm-hmm. And even with the little rain showers that would come in and even that one day that was really rain, not a big deal. No, because it was warm. And then we get on the plane uh, to come home and the very nice captain gets on the little the PA, system. PA system. Thank you. He's like, folks, as we're heading into Philadelphia, just want to let you know it's 45 and raining. Yep. Oh, that just kills it right there. Yeah. It's like, oh, and then we're flying to San Diego and the very nice captain once again gets on the PA system and says, folks, just want to let you know the weather in San Diego is 55 and raining. Like, where are we going? Turn these planes around. We're going back to San Juan. This is. <laughs> yeah. At that point, time, we should have head back. Yeah. It was awesome. You guys, I got to say, um, man. I I know many of you go on vacations and and get out and for and for you guys kudos I mean that's awesome for Elise and I we just haven't uh, we've already discussed that and for those of you who haven't gone out do it man oh man it was just so much fun it was it was a blast mm-hmm. and there's so many good things that came out of this trip um, gosh that we'll probably talk about for months to come but. I will have to say it was just spectacular to be away from everybody and everything mm-hmm. and especially the electronics, which is one of the big things that we had talked about before leaving and all of you knew about that. And I'll tell you, it, it really made us engage each other mm-hmm. a lot. And at the same time, we weren't really looking for that electronic sort of input to right. fill our days. We, we honestly just sat at the beach or at the pool, slept. We would jump into the water or if we were in the pool. I actually got in the water, not in the pool because I, I don't, I try not to do chlorine because of my yes, skin, but skin. the ocean, it felt really I was good. in the water. My kids actually were amazed to see the pictures. And I'll be posting uh, more. If you haven't gone, you can go to our Facebook fan page at uh, facebook.com backslash one extraordinary marriage. And I've posted pictures. I have one video up right now, and I'll be posting some more videos. Uh, was that the video from uh, when we were at El Moro? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that tiny little sentry way. Yeah. Um, so it, it was just amazing not to have any of that. Well, and it was kind of funny because we get down there, and I had actually, che- we have Verizon, and I had checked with Verizon prior to leaving. You know, I just want to make sure our phones are going to work. Da, da, da. And we get down there, and you know, the guy had reassured me, oh, you'll be fine. It's just like if you were in the States. And, and, we get down there and turn on our phones and they say extended network. And I'm thinking. Now we turned them on because we still had kids here. Right. And we wanted. And that to was know. also my contact point for other Leah Sophia advisors. Right. Th- that was, that was kind of like the walkie talkie system. 
right for the week it wasn't like i was making business call it was all like where are you meeting for dinner and who's here and you know that kind of stuff but truthfully though you didn't have it all the time i mean it stayed in the room a couple of times as well mm, yeah i mean a few times but mostly i did just you know depending on what we were doing but um but yeah so total reassurances for Verizon that it's going to be okay we get down there and like oh no i'm sorry it's going to be 69 cents a minute <laughs> For talk. To talk while you're in Puerto Rico. However, you know, you can use your text. And data. And data, which I don't have on my phone because I don't have a smartphone, but Tony could use the data. Which was horrible because it wasn't on a 3G network. Yeah. so And, and you're wondering, well, wait a minute. Didn't you guys say you fasted? Yes, but at the same time, we were trying to get a hold of Verizon and stuff. So I was trying to figure it all out. Plus, there was a day that we were exploring San Juan and driving to see my aunt and uncle. Right. In the southern area. Um south central area of puerto rico (laughs) so i guess so i guess there were times when we did have it but in all honesty i think the bigger we did we did use it at times but it wasn't like oh my gosh i'm sitting on my i'm sitting on my phone and i'm on facebook or i'm on twitter i mean i didn't do any of that i was gonna say those of you a few people asked how tony did and those of you that know how often tony tweets during the day or put stuff up on Facebook, you'll know that those few times that we actually had his phone on to either call Verizon or to get directions, that was all on one day. Mm -hmm. So all of his usage came in like a 12 hour period. It wasn't even 12 hours. No. Um, And it was really, you know, it was really amazing because I saw other people doing business and, you know, know, there was a computer like little room. business center, yeah. probably five computers in there. And you know, we walked by there. It was in the main lobby. And so you walk by there all day long and there's always somebody on there. And, you know, I'd look over and I'm like, Ooh, but I never once actually like crossed the threshold to yeah, say, never. I'm going to check, you know, he's upstairs. I'll just check this out. You know, that kind of thing. It never happened. Mm-mm. I was like, you know, this is what we decided to do. And like, I, you know, Tony said, we kept the phone, primarily my phone on. Um, and mine stayed in the safe. Yeah. Tony because it, it was basically useless anyways down there. So. Yeah, which was kind of funny, but it was, it was great. It was. And you know, it, it is funny because now I'm kind of like ODing on the other side because I'm like, ooh, I've got my computer again. And so it, why don't you play the one voicemail? Which one? The second one that we just listened to that you were laughing. Oh, okay. Hold on. Oh, sorry. I didn't know you wanted me to do that. Well, because you were laughing oh, and it ties. So this is Ron and Fort Collins calling. Welcome back. Wanted to congratulate you guys on your electronics fast. That is just simply awesome. We um, actually, I did something similar recently. Stayed off Facebook and Twitter for a week, and it was amazing how much less I used my computer and how much more engaged I was with life and my mm-hmm. family. So, just wanted to say kudos. I bet you guys are. I bet it'll have an impact on you now. Like I'm sure that in your home and and everything that those things will probably be of less importance to you and, and you'll notice a change uh, moving forward now. So welcome back. Hope you guys had a great time. We'll uh, look forward to the next podcast. Bye. Yeah. I, I don't think it had much of an effect on Elisa. <laughs> we had, we had many good conversations about it, but I don't think it had much effect on her. Yeah. I'm still kind of working through that. And, and we did have a, a, some long conversations about it and you know how, how these electronics are, are have taken away from the intimacy in our marriage. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had these long discussions and what can we do to sort of stop that from happening? And it, you know what, it, it is tough. 
I think for those of you out there who have this feeling like I do at times, I think I have it less now to have to be on it all the time. Uh, It's tough, but I will have to say that I recognize how it does impact our intimacy, Mm -hmm. all forms of it, because it takes away time that could be utilized and used for us. I think that's the big thing that we got to realize from it and that I realized from it is that a lot of wasted and wasteless time happens. It, it just, it does. At least and I had this conversation a number of times looking at, you know, wow, we didn't do that. And look what we got done today, which wasn't much of anything because we would just sit by the pool. But you know what? I picked up, uh, I brought a couple of books with me, finished one off. Um, been, been reading through two books. And I mean, I just was able to just sort of plow through those and you know, how much, how much more valuable is that than seeing that your friend picked their nose and gave it to their dog? Do you have a friend like that? No, but I thought that was a good, uh, that would be a good status update. That's disgusting. I'm sure there are status updates like that though. Okay. All right. I'm just saying uh, Okay. <laughs> Don't even know really how to follow up after that because that was just so out in left field as far as the status update. Mm-hmm. Also, I do I do believe that this constant need can drive sort of that wedge when we were trying to have sexual intimacy because you're always sort of feeling like you need to be, you know, you need to know what others are doing mm-hmm. instead of partaking on what is really necessary, which is, you know, being in the moment with your spouse. Sure. And I, I agree with you. And, and it is something that I'm much more aware of and, you know, trying to be more focused, not very successfully mm-hmm. yet, but it is, it is a work in progress figure. I've kind of you know, worked hard on the sugar addiction and this is, you know, the technology addiction is probably the next one. Well, not I probably. Say, I would say social media, not technology as a whole. Okay. Social mm-hmm. media. Yeah. I mean, technology as a whole is still good if you use it. Right. But there are a lot of times I just goof around on the internet just to, you know, like I get going on a tangent and I'm like, Ooh, I don't know what that is. Let's yeah. scoot over here. You know? And it's, yeah. I mean, Oh, I, I, I just, do know. I do know. Because it's when I'm sort of making advances at you and you're like, oh, hold on. I got to check one more thing. Right. And I know I'm not the only one listening to this podcast that does that. But I'm I'm just saying, you know, part of it is aware. You know, it's kind of like with my sugar addiction. Part of it was the awareness of like, okay, this is not working for me. Mm -hmm. And it's not an overnight flip the switch. I mean, obviously it wasn't Puerto Rico because we didn't even take the computers. But you know, you come home and I do work off of the computer and I, you know, and so it's, it's there. And so it's, you know, it's kind of like having food with sugar in the house. How do you, you know, have it in your house, but not eat it. How do you work on the computer, but not go down these other paths and be disciplined. And so it's, it's a work in progress. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, seeing that I, you know, made it through a week and still came out on the other side alive without my laptop and without Facebook and without, you know, well, I only had 300 messages when we came back. So, it's not bad. You know, hey. It's not bad at all. Considering a lot of it was junk and those are slowly, you know, like I'm like, okay, really? I get that much junk mail yeah. on a regular basis? And, you know, that's the stuff that you... Subscribed to that That's junk. what I'm starting to do. Because it just, you know, it seems very innocuous on a daily basis. Like you don't really 
you don't realize it. You're like, oh, just delete it, just delete it. But when you have 300 messages and you're like, oh, great, 20 of them are from, you know, I don't know, Victoria's Secret. Um, we'll keep that one. No, deleted it. Why? Don't they send you like good freebies? No, just coupons. But Well, aren't those good? Well, yeah, but honey, it, it, I had 20 messages from them. When we were gone seven days. Oh, did you did you ever did you ever pick up the free dealies they sent? No, I left those coupons here. Oh, are they still good? Yes. Okay, good. They were in my pile. Ah, my pile. (laughs) Yeah, that's another. Okay, so can we tell the smart car story? Yeah. Can we talk about the smart car? Oh, we can talk about story. We we just wanted to talk about that because obviously you guys know we were trying to get off it, and we and we did. And and I would recommend to any of you if you're even if you're doing a, a short little overnighter just leave the stuff at home mm-hmm. i mean I, I i honestly elise and i have gone on trips you know overnight or a marriage retreat which will be coming up in june uh 10th through the 12th of this year for us for those of you who are interested our church is putting that on the church at rancho bernardo i will add a link to this and it's already up on facebook you are more than welcome to join us our church is more than welcome mm-hmm. to have others from outside of our church, um, attend that. And we would love to have you there if you're in the Southern California area and you're looking for a cool marriage retreat. Uh, Elise and I would love to have you guys out there and we can we can hang out and do some fun stuff. But I think this year, I'm leaving my, my laptop at home that week, that weekend. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's not necessary to bring. I mean, there's only so much time to spend together and Really? Well, last, Friday, last year we had to take it because well, we were in the middle of the seven days. But the of year challenge. before that, we really didn't need to, but we still took it. Did we? Mm-hmm. I had mine. Oh. So. Okay. I'm just saying, even for short jaunts and, and little getaways, make it happen. And and if you're noticing that it's getting in between, obviously it's it's the the communication piece. Talk about it. Figure out how you're going to work it out together so maybe it gets turned off on certain nights that you know after the kids go to bed they're gone you you don't touch them it's that's your nights to uh to really sit down with each other Mm -hmm. i I know it's tough Uh, lisa and i are not perfect we had many conversations about this and and other areas in in our our marriage that we need to look at and and work on and these are things that you talk about when you don't have computers in front of your faces or, or iPhones or it's amazing droids. what you talk about when yeah. Or have sex or have sex. Yeah. You know, because the computers are off. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And, and my two for two for two didn't happen. Elisa was a little reluctant this week. Should I mention now that I also got turned down one night? Oh, Oh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> I was very tired that night. Okay, well, for being honest, I just want—I just want full disclosure. Well, I was okay with it. We should have had sex earlier in the day, and I wouldn't have been <laughs> tired. <laughs> okay, it doesn't always happen exactly timing-wise. I didn't know yes. you were going to be so tired at the end of the day. That was a long day. What did we do? Was that the day we went to Puerto Rico, or San Juan? Yes. Okay, so I'm trying to figure out when earlier in the day we would have had sex. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, when we woke up, we woke up at eight ish seven. No, you were up at like seven, seven thirty. All right. Anyway, okay. talk about the smart car. So 
you know, there's what almost 900 advisors. I and think. And they're spouses well, including spouses and, and guests. Stuff, and guests. And and so you know, we've completely taken over the Rio Wind or the Wyndham Rio Mar mm-hmm. outside of San Juan. And they have 600 rooms, and we had 500 of them. Yes, just a few. And so you know, we're and they have one little enterprise rental car station inside the hotel. And so, you know, within the first 24 hours, you know, people are trying to get cars because we're 45 minutes from San Juan. There isn't much, you know, it's not like we're within walking distance of a lot of things. I mean, we're at a resort. Yeah. Away. Yeah. I mean, the the highway that gets in there was the three, I think it is. And it's a, it's a drive up a hill and then down, 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 down to the, the resort, which is on the beach and overlooks the water. And so if you wanted to go to San Juan, like we did, if you wanted to go visit family, like we did, we were, or going, if you wanted to go to the rainforest or right. wherever you wanted to go, you, you would need a vehicle to get around. So first day we're there, we go and we make our reservation. The guy's like, please don't tell me you want a car for tomorrow. This would be Tuesday. We're like, no, Wednesday or Thursday is fine. He said, okay, I can get you a car for Wednesday. And we just say, you know what? We want the most economical thing. Yeah. So Wednesday morning, we get up there and I used to work for Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Years ago. Many, many moons ago. Immediate first job after college. And so I've got an appreciation for, you know, what these guys have to go through. But it still seemed to take an inordinately long amount of time to process people. Yeah, that, that, that was... That was We like island. to call that island time. Yeah, that was way island time. So we finally get up there and the nice rental car agent says, well, I've got an upgrade for you. At this point in time, we're already about half an hour past our reservation time and I'd like to mm-hmm. get on the road. So we actually get to spend some time in San Juan before going to visit my aunt and uncle. And I said, fine, what is it? And he said, it's a smart car. You know, normally these are, you know. An upgrade. Yes, an upgrade from an economy car to mm-hmm. a smart car. And, you know, we're like, whatever, we'll take it. So those of you that are, we're going to have to put a, a link for smart car up on the thing so that people, if people are not familiar with a smart car. I think car. people know what they are. Okay. They're tiny. As yeah. friends of ours that were there with us said, it looks like a Fred Flintstone car. Oh, totally. And so tiny little car. I mean, they're joking around. They're like trying to pick it up and stuff like that. And so we get in this car and, oh my gosh, every pothole, every, everything. I mean, the, the best thing about the car was that we could have parked anywhere in San Juan. I, I told my mom, I said, we probably could have even parked this car on the sidewalk. It was so small and people would have been able to get around us. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, incredibly fuel efficient. So if you're looking for fuel efficiency, smart car right up there. But so we're driving all all over Puerto Rico. And at one point in time, we get stuck behind a semi that's going probably 40 miles an hour because he has no power and Tony can't get around him. And so we're going to have to slow down. And and Tony's like, how are we going to speed up again? Because once you slow down in this car, you're going to need a good 10 minutes to get it back up to speed and Driving in Puerto Rico was an experience in and of itself. Yeah. Just, you know, some little quirks that you notice when you're driving in different places, like the fact that a lot of the drivers would put on their brakes on the freeway for seemingly no reason. Yeah. So, so the speed limit was anywhere between like 55 and 65 on the highway. And I'd just be driving along and there's a car in front of me and there's a car like to the right of me. Say I'm in the fast lane. They only had two lanes, maybe three every once in a while. Um, and I'd just be driving along and the dude in front of me, there's nobody anywhere near him and he would just put on his brakes. It, Surprise. It was, 
<laughs> it was the oddest thing and after a while got very annoying to say the least. And and also any emergency vehicle or any vehicle that had flashing lights. Of which there were a lot. A lot. Th- they would just go up and down the highway with their lights flashing. At one point I was driving, it was in the morning and I was driving into San Juan and all of a sudden I noticed a cop car like right behind me. Lights are flashing and I'm going, crap, man, I, what, what am I going to get pulled over for? You know, and, and I think all of us have this reaction when, when that happens, your heart starts beating. It's one of those like, I haven't done anything wrong. Well, obviously, if you've done something wrong, you know why you're getting pulled over and your heart's still beating. But in, in this instance, it was like, man, I was driving within the speed limit and my heart's beating because I'm like, okay, what am I going to tell this dude? Like, I'm going to just tell him the truth. I was driving the speed limit. What else am I going to tell him? Well, I'm in the I'm in the left lane. And so I'm, I pull right, hoping that he's just going to go by me. Um, he ends up coming behind me. So I'm like, okay, do I keep on going right like to like pull over pull over and i just happened not to i was just like eh, i'll just keep driving and, and then he just went around me i was like okay and that was the first of many like it, it was, it was just, all day long i mean we, we got to a point where we were playing a game called flashing lights yeah it both ways it was hilarious but the funniest thing was when we were driving home. So it's probably eight thirty, nine o'clock at night. Yeah, I was tired. Tony's tired. You know, it's been a long day of driving, unfamiliar roads, yeah. different drivers, you know, driving in. And I mean, and again, it's a smart car. This thing ha- only has like two cylinders. <laughs> I, I think they're John Deere, you know, Tractors. lawnmowers yeah. out there like in Missouri and Nebraska and, and those places that can go faster than this smart car. I'm sure there are some of you out there who own a John Deere that can go faster than this car. It's it's unbelievable. Needless to say, it didn't have a lot of power, but we hit this pothole on the way home. Yeah, because it, it only has like 14-inch tires. So virtually everything was a pothole yeah. to this car. <laughs> but all of a sudden, the, the radio display yeah. starts looking like aliens are invading. I mean, it's just like all of the numbers and everything are going in. Yeah, it's just all over the place. And so Tony's trying to push all the buttons, trying to, you know, he's driving and pushing the buttons, trying to make this stop. And completely out of character for me, Mm -hmm. I just kind of lean back and haul off and hit the side of this car. Just wax it. And I mean, it's so (laughs) unlike Elisa that, I mean, just, we, we just bust out into hysterics. And needless to say, I have a mechanical ability when it comes to a smart car because all of a sudden the display was fine. Yes. So I like to I like to call myself a mechanic now when it comes to a smart car because just a good switch hit upside the radio will take care of your radio problems. But yeah, so it was funny things like that that I think, you know, for me, just being completely relaxed and just having that downtime, you know, I mean, it was just kind of like, oh. I mean, yeah. what's the worst that's going to happen? I bought the collision damage waiver on the car. I mean, if I broke the radio, eh, covered. Um, yeah, and for you, that was. I, I did notice that that you were just much more relaxed. We could laugh and have a good time. And now we're back to our old ways. That's because, yeah, we're back home. <laughs> yeah, we're okay. back home. But you know what? It was a lot of, San Juan was a lot of fun. We, uh, for those of you that haven't had a chance, check out the video for El Moro. I... I will admit right now on the air, I give Tony an incredible hard time because I'd want to be walking around the city and he's got this video camera going all the time. 
I'm thinking, who on earth wants to see all this travel footage? No, and you know, it's like people put up those videos and you're like, oh, seriously? But it's not for the other people. It's for us. I lived it. I don't necessarily need to go back there. Yeah, but in like three months or six months when you're like, oh gosh, rah, 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 I can pull those out and go, honey, look at That's this. True. This is this That's is, true. This and you also why, did it for my parents too. And, and your folks, yeah. I mean, and, it's uh, not just about you all the time. <laughs> but I wanted to walk around and you were taking We a did time. walk around. Oh, and here's another weird thing that we saw there. Um, so there would be these courtyards just filled with pigeons. And people would walk into these courtyards and just allow the pigeons to land all over them. Yeah, that was weird. And I'm thinking, I've never seen anything like this. No, I got some video of that too. That was, that was just bizarre. The, the whole like germ thing kind of mm. freaked me out with the whole bunch of pigeons. But yeah, yeah, we really got to explore and it was kind of, it wasn't kind of, it was really sort of a neat experience for me because my parents went to Puerto Rico. They went to San Juan on their honeymoon almost 30. It is 39 years ago. Oh yeah. It'll be 39 years in June. Your parents just celebrated 39. Oh, that's right. And you know, so there would be times where all of a sudden I'm standing somewhere or we're walking somewhere and I'm thinking, Oh my gosh, a lifetime ago, my parents on their honeymoon probably walked in these very same places getting freaky okay i don't need to think about my parents getting freaky they were walking around san juan i don't think they were getting freaky as they were walking around maybe back in their hotel room i don't know don't need to think about it never know it's my parents don't want to think about it giving you a little a little thought little scene of what might have been uh yeah for those of you that have never been to san juan it is a beautiful city it is a great city to walk around yeah. There in old San Juan. I mean, we really just, Heck, just get away wherever, wherever yeah, you, wherever you want. I mean, I definitely recommend, you know, warmth, tropical, this being yeah. our first tropical vacation. It was wonderful not to have to worry about layering and, you know, yeah, it, you know, at least we're packing and we're just packing for, you know, even here in San Diego this time of year, it can still be a little chilly in the morning. So you, you sort of plan for that. And I mean, I got back and I had like six pairs of socks I never even put on. I mean, I had, I had like a long sleeve shirt or two that I just never even used. I mean, you don't know what you're going to get into, I guess. Here's how relaxed Tony was. Some of you saw the pictures that he posted up on Facebook and somebody commented on the fact that um, his feet have never seen the sun. (laughs) And yeah, I got a lot of comments about my feet. It's true. Here in San Diego, Tony's feet do not see the sun. Yeah, because he's either in his wearing a cycling socks with his work shoes or wearing a cycling socks on his bike. You know, and every once in a while I put on, you know, it's flip flops to walk around the house, but it's not like he commonly goes around. So his feet got so much sun this past week because we were so relaxed. We were in our bathing suits every day. We had, you know, some amazing walks. Literally our room, we were on the fifth floor of the hotel overlooking the pools and then just beyond the pools was the beach. I made sure to put a lot of sunscreen on those. You were good. You were very good about that because I know you were worried about getting burned. Yeah, I didn't want my tits, my titsies to get. We burned. had we had some friends who. Um, yeah, man, we had some friends that just got. Man, well, it was nasty. And there were advisors from literally all over the country, mm-hmm. um, trip earners from you know northern states and southern states, and and. There was not as much sunscreen 
around as there were advisors because there were quite a few uh, after that first day that unfortunately were so burned. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I know. I, you know, I felt, I mean, you know, you just feel bad because you just know it hurts and yet you still have, you know, four or five days of this vacation. Um, so, you know, I'm like, Oh, because you kept hearing all these stories about winter and what we have as winter here in San Diego doesn't even compare to what many of these folks have dealt with. And yeah. it was nasty. so that was uh, not good, but we sp- spent a lot of time just walking up and down the beach. Um, you know, we'd go out to the beach at night and just stand there and, you know, have our feet in the water. The first day that we were there to the east of the resort, um, was a little river. Yeah. And, well, so, and, and hence why it's called the Rio Mar. Tony learned some Spanish words. Oh, we get there. out of here. Rio. <laughs> get out river. of here. Mar. See. Um, and so we walked down and you could see where the, the river and the ocean joined up and so we spent some time walking and through there and then another day we actually walked west and as we're walking yeah you can see these clouds off to the side or off to the out in the ocean they're coming and you know after a day or two you realize that when you start to see the clouds it's going to rain and so we keep walking and i'm like i think we should turn around now he's like no we're almost to the he wanted to walk up to this point and just see where this you know what there was to see up at this point and so we're walking and I, you know i keep looking over i'm like oh no this we're gonna get dumped on he's like we're so close we're so close and so i say okay <laughs> fortunately i brought a towel with me and i had my hat on so i was good because as soon as we turned around here come the rains yeah yeah it wasn't as bad though as as the rains before no i really thought it was gonna be much worse and yeah. we did get off pretty easily but yeah, you know, it was it was another one of those experiences where um, had it happened here in San Diego, I probably would have gotten super cranky. Just being inconvenienced and, you mm-hmm. know, like I told you the rains were coming. Mm-hmm. Why couldn't we have turned around? And here, I think, A, because the rain was warm, so I wasn't freezing. Um, oh, yeah. You know, and and two, because we were just, you know, being away from all of the day-to-day stuff you your body does relax and you start to say you know what some of that stuff's not so important i I don't need to let this stuff bother me it doesn't have to be an irritant just because if i was at home and i was like thinking oh you know now i'm gonna be cold and i gotta you know drive home you know because if we go to the beach here we have to drive there it was okay you know when we get back to the hotel we'll just go take a warm shower and be fine Yep. Tony's looking at me going, okay, can you hold on to some of that relaxed attitude? Can, <laughs> can you just hold on to it? Yeah. Cause we, we, we talked a lot about that during the vacation and it's, it's amazing how quickly though it, it just, you lose it quick. Right. You, you know, you don't, it's all good and said and done when you're there, but coming off the airplane and then getting back into what we're, doing every day how does that how do how do we bring that into our lives every day now and that's a great question and i don't know right now that i have the answer um because this is the first time we've done this ever in 14 and a half years yeah oh i um you know and it's also learning how to 
you know, for me, it's, it's, is how to let go and how to relax a little bit more and not have the little things be such an irritant. And, you know, I'm finding, you know, even with the kids, I'm like, okay, like Alex did something today and we were at Costco optical cause Abby had to get her glasses tightened and he's just like, he's got to touch every little thing. And I can see that the technician there is getting really irritated that he won't just leave it alone. And so first reaction was to snap at him and just be like, stop it. And, but instead I just went over and I whispered in his ear and I'm like, and I told him, I said, Alex, she doesn't want you touching everything. I need you to stop because you're starting to bug her and I don't want to lose my cool snapping at you. And so he got up. I'm like, just come over here and give me a hug. And, and that was enough to redirect, you know, cause he's like, why does she get to touch everything over here? I go, well, she's the one with the glasses, you know, but I was trying not to, not to snap because we are having some behavioral issues upon well, we had behavioral issues with the kids prior to leaving and we're still having some of those. There was some serious separation anxiety yeah. on both kids. Um, and they manifested that in different ways. And, and for those of you that haven't traveled away from your kids, um, it is something to be aware of Yeah, that it will happen and it may, you know, manifest itself in the cryy, clingy, I'm not going to let you out of my sight. I'm not going to let go of you type of behavior, or it may manifest itself on the other hand with the really rude, I'm going to be a pain in your butt before you leave attitude. Attitude. We had both. Wow. And, you know, coming back, they're still trying to readjust. You know, they were in different homes last week. And so, you know, now it's mom and dad and they don't get to have all the goodies all the time, which I'm so thankful everybody spoiled them while we were gone. And we didn't even hear from our kids. Hmm. I think Just, you got what one voicemail Yeah, and from I the even, kids. And I didn't even check voicemail, so I didn't even hear it until yeah. like Sunday. So the kids did great. Yeah. And, and, you know, part of it, and my dad always said this when we were growing up, you know, he always wanted us to be good for other people and he would deal with, with the attitude and behavior on the back end. So we heard glowing reports about the kids all week. And now we're getting the, the letdown mm-hmm. of that. And so it's, it's trying to temper that so that I'm not flying off the handle. Which then brings you in a sour mood for us. Right. And that's, you know, that's part of what, you know, it's kind of like when you come back from vacation, you've got that pile of work on your desk and you're like, is it worth it? I just feel sleepy. Like I could just sleep a lot still. Well, I think that's kind of, we kind of got used to it like sleeping in and it wasn't really sleeping in technically because it it was. was? Yes, it was. We're on their time. It's not our time. It's on their time. Well, if that's the case, I would still go to bed at, you know, whatever time we were going to bed and get up whatever time it's that time. Okay. So you slept in for a whole week. I did pretty much except for the one day when you woke me up early. Two that, days. Okay. Woke me up early. Well, I had to wake you up early because we had to get ready to get our plane to come home. Yeah. Well. I should let you sleep. We, yeah. <laughs> you should have. <laughs> Oops. We missed our flight. So sorry. No, you're rushing around to get bags out. At least I can get a little anal at times with stuff like that. Like if it says, if, if they say your bags need to be out in front of your door at 730, at least we'll have the bag. She'll want the bags out there at like 725. 
which didn't make one iota of difference because they didn't pick up our bags until nine o'clock. So I could have slept instead of waking up at 7 a.m. and trying to get everything finished up until like 8.30, put my bags in there, gone to breakfast, and had still had plenty of time. I am anal when it comes to time things. Yes, period. They know that. They've heard it said many, many times on the show. I don't like to be late. You don't? I don't. So So did you have a good week of being pampered? I did. Yeah, I dug it. Leah Sophia did it up well. Yeah, it was just it was just a fun time. I, I'll have to say thank you to all of you guys because there were some really cool God moments out there, and you know those moments were made because of you guys, because you guys care about marriages, because you guys care about this podcast. That we had the opportunity to talk to other couples and men and women, you know, when we were in little circles, just talking and wow, it was, it was really cool to, to share what has happened over the last year and a half with, with the podcast and many of you who have entered into our lives and to share that with those out there. Um, it it was really interesting. The gosh, it it just seemed like a very large contingent of Christians there Mm -hmm. who are, um, many of the advisors are are Christian and and our husbands as well. And so for myself, I had an opportunity to sit around with a bunch of guys one night and we started talking and jib jabbing about some stuff. And I happened to mention the podcast. And so they were very intrigued by it and went in depth and wow, the conversations that came out of that Mm. and the questions of, you know, just some of the issues that are going on in our, in, in marriage. And how do you overcome it? And how do you, how do you open up to your spouse when, gosh, you don't know how they're going to react? And you know, one one of the guys asked uh, another guy, you know, where you are, where are you with your walk with Jesus? You know, where mm-hmm. are you there? I mean, are you far away? Are you standing in faith? You know, right next to him? Are you letting him carry you during these hard times? Um, so really cool stuff and. We also had some other opportunities, Elisa and I together talking to uh, some gals and, mm-hmm. you know, just, it, it was just cool. I, I mean, what, what a blessing to, you know, get away from the microphone and get away from Facebook and Twitter where everybody doesn't see you. And sometimes for me, that's, that's hard because I'm, I'm, I'm all about relationships and I love, I love face to face and I love talking on the phone to those guys and that I'm close to. Um, it's not uncommon for me to drive from one job to the other and just have my Bluetooth on and just talking to guys. Um, but it was really, really fun for me to just see people and and talk to them and, you know, just sort of put my arm around them and and say, Hey, thanks. Or, you know, then do the same thing. Mm -hmm. I I just, I got a, I got a high out of that. I, I, love that interaction and and hope that we can do that more often. Yeah, it was really, you know, Leah Sophia, for as, as many advisors there are, it really can be a very small company. And as we were flying out that Saturday night, we're in line to get on, you know, to board the plane. And I saw another advisor that I had just met at baggage claim a year ago from our national conference. So we get into Charlotte, which was our first layover. Mm-hmm. And I just said, you know, excuse me. Da, da, da. And we start talking. And 
and we end up having breakfast with them in Charlotte that first morning. And, you know, just find out that there are so many similarities between the couples and we really just connected with them and spent a lot of time with them over the week. And so with their friends and, and, you know, I know that you guys were praying for us because the opportunities, like Tony said, that we had to share one and to share this community that you all are a part of that that only comes about through God inspired moments. Yeah. Because, you know, it would come up, you know, kind of an offhanded way, you know, like, Oh, so is this the only thing you guys, you know, do you just do Leah Sophia or, you know, what else does Tony do or, you know, just random stuff Mm -hmm. that allowed us to kind of dig into, well, no, we do this podcast on marriage and here's, you know, we've been doing it for over a year. And so then people are like, for how long? And, being able to share this community with other people um, face to in, in fact, I walked up one morning. Um, I think it was the day we were waiting for our car and a couple of the gals from Colorado friends that we had made, they were there and they were introducing me to a friend of theirs and talking about how we do this podcast and, yeah. you know, sharing and, and the advisor that I had just met said, Oh my gosh, it's like, you're like a little celebrity amongst this group. And I said, you know what? We're just, we're just a couple. I mean, you guys have heard us say this before. We're just a couple that shares the real ups and downs about marriage. Yep. No celebrity. Um, if we can help somebody with what's going on in their marriage, if somebody, you know, we just speak from the heart every week and, and we thank you for lifting us up last week so that we had opportunities to connect with people face to face. Like Tony said, you know, to, to grow this community. Yeah. You know, there are yeah, lots to, of people to really who really just push the, push the message, man, that, that intimacy, all forms of intimacy are important in marriage. Mm-hmm. That's what, that's what it comes down to. That's what one's about. You, know? you got six forms of intimacy. They're all important and they all take precedent at different times in our lives. Um, most of us will look at the sexual or the physical as being the most important. But as you guys all know, who have listened to us for, for long enough now, I mean, they're all important. You know, financial is, is in the trash. Well, you, you know, sex, sexual isn't going to be great. If, you know, spiritual is in the trash, you know, is your finances in the trash is, you know, emotionally, are you in the trash? You know, it, it all, they all connect yeah. some way, some way, somewhere they all connect and just being honest and truthful with uh, with you guys and each other in our own marriages is what's going to impact our lives mm-hmm. and, and allow us to have these extraordinary marriages that, you know, they don't, the, an extraordinary marriage, and I had a lot of time to think about that over the, over this week, is that, you know, it's a marriage that just endures at times, those highs and those lows, and the good and the bad, you know, those, those times when I'm like, dang it, Elisa, why don't you take the damn lead right now and just jump me and make love to me, you know? And I get in these little moments of, of goodness. Why doesn't she do this? And then she just rolls over and falls asleep, you know, to those times when she does and I'm elated and, and, and high on a kite. That's for me, you know, that's what marriage is. Sometimes you got your highs, you got your lows. 
I just, you know, every once in a while, I, I love just sitting back and listening to your analogies and kind of just waiting to see what's going to come out next. <laughs> Thank you very much. Keep me on my toes. You're welcome. Keep me on my toes. Oh, okay. You're no. Okay. Um, I do just want to, as a side note, we're going to start wrapping this up, but, um, many of you listened to our podcast, uh, probably about a month ago now, about my dad, um, it was called in sickness and in health. And it was right after we'd found her, the diagnosis for mm-hmm. my dad. And I just want to let everybody know, um, my dad did have surgery this morning and talked to him a little while ago and he is doing well. So thank you for all the prayers that were sent, um, his way and our way for the family. I know many of you, um, had sent comments and messages after that podcast. And so I just want to say, thank you. We are optimistic. Um, apparently it will take up to a month for the pathology reports to come back to find out if they got it. Yeah. I know Tony's making a face at me. Um, you know, it's always surprising to me to find out that it takes so long to get the information back, you know, when it's potentially a very serious issue, but he sounds good. He's complaining that the nurses are torturing him by making him get up out of bed and move around, but he's expected to go home tomorrow. And so just a great big thank you to all of you. And I just also want to lift up, um, a listener Mm -hmm. to the podcast who he and his wife, um, suffered a miscarriage Mm -hmm. this last week while we were, um, in Puerto Rico. And so I just want to lift them up. Um, those of you that have listened to us for any length of time know that we also suffered a miscarriage in between Alex and Abby, and it is a very challenging time for a family, for a couple, for the mother and the father, and just know that we are praying for you. Mm -hmm. Um, this is someone that I've been in contact with because they've had other miscarriages in their family and, and my heart breaks for you. Mm-hmm. It was not, you know, I thank you for sharing that with um, your friends on Facebook and, and just allowing us to come around and support you because that is not an easy thing to share. And yet by sharing, it allows others to come and support you. So I just want to lift them up. And those of you that know people that have lost, um, lost children, give them an extra hug, say an extra prayer for them. You know, because someday you'll have a child that will do something like Abby did today when we're back at Costco. And I don't know, the woman asks her who's older. Like she can't tell, you know, she's just Between goofing around with the kids. And Abby looks at her and she's like, this is my eight-year-old brother, but I have a six-year-old brother in heaven. And the woman, of course, has no idea how to respond to that. And yet every day, Abby has no problem talking about her angel in heaven. Mm-hmm. And so know that each one of you is a blessing to us. We have enjoyed catching you up on our week. And thank you for letting us share just these little tidbits of what Puerto Rico meant to us and what that week meant to us. And you will probably hear snippets over the next couple of weeks as things come out in conversation. But um, I think next week we talk about the spiritual intimacy part. Okay. We'll do that. We'll do, so yeah, we'll we, do that. we had a we had a very long conversation about spiritual intimacy. I think next week would be a great time to uh, jump into that. Absolutely. All right. So with that, we love you guys. Have a fantastic week. If you need us for anything, hit us up. 
We love you. Thanks for listening to the One Extraordinary Marriage Podcast. We would love to hear from you. You can go ahead and give us a call at area code 858-876-5663 or send us an email to info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com. The website is oneextraordinarymarriage.com. And while you're there, you can sign up for our Marriage Minute Monday newsletter and you can also purchase Tony and Elisa's new book, Stripped Down. It's available now in print, audio, and ebook formats. Also, the One Extraordinary Marriage Podcast has sponsorship opportunities available now. If your business is interested in sponsoring this podcast, please contact us at oneextraordinarymarriage.com.